Welcome to the Podscape. What? Ooh, yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John, last name Baker. Uh-huh. Brother. Hello and welcome into another episode of The Pod Ski. I am your host, the man of a thousand gimmicks, John Baker. And we have an emergency pod I wanted to kind of get on here, mainly because one... If you're looking for the regular episode of the Podski, that is going to be coming tomorrow on Friday the 7th, and we're just covering, and by we, I mean Allison and I, uh, Allison and I are going to be doing a podcast on a brand new documentary that we watched, and it's a very sensitive topic and we just wanted to make sure that we're doing our due diligence and trying to do it for the right reasons because we there's a certain way that you could take it and I don't want to take it that way so if you are new here to the Podski, uh, my wife Allison and I we like to when we watch documentaries we like to come on here and review them and we did that with Woodstock 99 and we're going to be doing it with a documentary called 11 minutes and it's on paramount plus it's gonna be it's about the vegas mass shooting and you know I, i'm gonna leave that to that to that episode because i wanted to get into something that I, this right now we're going back to professional wrestling I, i'm very i i'm upset i'm concerned and i i how? How does this happen? Uh, if you don't know, last night, AEW Dynamite, Andrade and Sammy Guevara got into a fight. A physical altercation is what it's being called. Uh, and and if you're not following along again, you know, literally a month ago, almost a month to the day, is when we had the brawl out at All Out and with CM Punk and the Elite. So... There is a issue, a deep issue here in AEW. And as a fan, I'm concerned. I'm disappointed. Um it it's really it's it's really upsetting because this is a product that I love. They've been for the first two and a half years, they've done a really, really, really good job of booking and they've done a lot of good. They brought in a lot of good wrestlers that I like that I haven't seen before that I wanted them to be utilized in a different way. And now all of a sudden they're not doing that anymore. I, I don't understand what they're doing. And and I'm extreme. I'm I'm getting more and more frustrated now. I know that this whole entire summer, it, the the whole entire roster has been riddled with injuries. But that doesn't mean that they don't have other guys. This roster is loaded, and they just continuously keep signing guys. They sign Bandito and Dragon Lee. And I guarantee you we're only going to see them once every three weeks or once a month or once every three months. And it, and it's frustrating. I don't understand what they're doing anymore. Like, I get that you need to have a very deep roster for situations that happen with, obviously, the injuries. But... You're not, you only have a two-hour show, and you have Rampage. It's your one-hour show. And I'm sorry, but Rampage sucks. 
Rampage, I'm not going out of my way to watch Rampage anymore. Like, I, I, phys- I can't do it. I can't tune in every single Friday night at 10 o'clock. I don't want to do it. I'm going to be honest. I'd rather watch SmackDown. And most of you on here know me. I'm not a WWE. I'm not a huge WWE supporter. But I'm going to tell you what. I just watched the last two weeks of SmackDown. And they're pretty good. Newsflash. Like, they're pretty good. And... AEW has just been pretty, eh. And that's really frustrating as an AEW fan because we have been blessed with really great booking, really great matches for two years, and all of a sudden things are turning and it feels like there's a load of dysfunction. There's a load of just poor booking decisions. I don't understand the booking. I'm getting... Again, I'm getting super frustrated because the booking is stupid. And it I don't understand what, what's going on. So l- let's get into this here a little bit. So if you're not paying attention here, on over the weekend, Andrade did an interview where he had said that Sammy Guevara had complained to him that he hit him too hard and that John Cena never complained. And that Sammy responded by saying, you're a jobber and a favor hire. And I don't understand why Sammy is still continuously getting into this backstage bullshit. Like, the kid runs his mouth way too much. And guess what? You suck. You've been put into an incredible position being tied to Jericho your entire AEW existence. And guess what? No one gave a shit about who you were when it, before you joined the inner circle until you and until you joined the JAS. And guess what? People still don't care. Sammy Guevara is a classic case of somebody who is incredibly talented, but they're not growing. He's not getting any better. He's not getting better on the mic. He's not getting better in his matches. He's still doing the same old spots he always does he's not expanding his craft he's not expanding in his promos because all he does is just stick his tongue out or stick his tongue down Tay's throat like get do something different expand like you're not growing you're just being and it's I don't understand why he's continuously doing this. And it's really, Sammy Guevara is getting on to the overrated list because he just, he, he, I don't understand why he, he had that thing with Eddie Kingston a few weeks ago and because of his mouth. And now here again, like, okay, maybe Andrade kind of went a little bit into business for himself because it's, it's quite clear that Andrade was contacted by WWE a few months ago about coming back. And, you know, he's he's Charlotte Flair's husband and he's Ric Flair's son-in-law. Like, it, there's no way that... I'm sure that they're in his ear saying, come back to WWE, come back to WWE, and all that jazz. Like, And that's totally fine. But you have a contractual obligation to AEW for years, years. So, sorry, dude. You sign a contract. Again, 
same deal with all those people before that were contacted that apparently want out of AEW. You've got a contract. Tough shit. So Andrade had, uh, Sammy had went out there and said he didn't quote Andrade. He subtweeted him and basically just said that you're a jobber. And Andrade said, I said it to your face. And if you have a problem with me, you said nothing. I won't beat your ass because I'm a professional. Don't be scared. When I say something, I name names and I'm not scared to get fired. So then Sammy said, you didn't say shit to me, you liar, but here's some truth, you ungrateful prick. You would be jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law. Are you really mad at me or are you mad at yourself for failing to get over a second time? Just go back to WWE like we all know you want to do and fuck off. So here's that, that again, this is my issue with Sammy. You're not even over. So you have no business talking about somebody not being over because I guarantee you that Andrade is light years ahead of you in the ring. He's light. He can't listen. Andrade doesn't speak the most perfect English, but he's still way more over than you kid. Like it's, he's so ridiculous. I don't understand why he continues to talk shit like this. And he's not, he's not doing any better either. Like you're both are on a level playing field right now. And let's be honest, Andrade was over in WWE. Maybe not on the main roster, but he was very over in NXT. And essentially then what happened is Andrade said, I'll see you Wednesday. And what happened, happened. Um, Uncle Dave gave us a great report, as always, said that, you know, Tuesday night they were both told there was no fighting allowed. And... Andrade must have been waiting in the hallway last night before the show. And, and and I thought something had happened because we got a tweet from Tony around like 5 or 5.30, I think, that said that the Andrade match was off So for Rampage because Andrade was supposed to have a career versus mask against 10 on Rampage. Well, then all of a sudden now his match is off. So that was a clear tip. And then... Uh, we got the report that it came out from TMZ of all places. Right at eight o'clock, there was a, a physical altercation that happened backstage. And then Dave went further into it, uh, basically saying that, you know, they were told backstage, no fighting. And <sighs> that, you know, if you're going to fight, you're going home. And apparently Andrade was waiting uh, in the hallway for him. They exchanged words. I think what they're saying is that Andrade uh, started it, pushed, and then sucker punched. They're using the quote sucker punch. So that's the reason he was sent home, and that's the reason that his match was canceled. But the funny thing I find here is that Sammy was allowed to stay at Dynamite and he was in the main event. Make it make sense. If somebody is in a fight, you sent home people like Pat Buckholm, who we, who again, I'm still frustrated again because we still don't have answers to the CM Punk and Young Bucks deal. It's been a month. How long does your investigation take? If you can't figure it out within a couple days, what happened? 
I, I mean, I get that there's going to be legal issues and stuff like that, but if you can't figure it out, I'm sorry, dude. It, it it's I, I'm 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 really frustrated by this whole deal because this is the second fight in a month. And it, why would these guys ever be allowed to be even close to each other backstage? Why did you even... It was clear as day that they were told from the beginning, no fighting. I don't give a shit if you told somebody not to fight. If somebody's pissed off like that, they're going to want to talk about it in person. So wh why? And then on top of that, you send only one of them home. You don't send them both home. I'm sorry, but you sent Pat Buck and you sent all them home during the CM Punk stuff. Everybody that was involved was suspended. Why was Sammy not suspended? Why is there preferential treatment is what it feels like. I'm just I'm just really frustrated. It's 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 really pissing me off because it, it, now that there's clear issues in the locker room, it's shown through to the booking. And you know, it it it, it can't happen. This can't happen anymore. It's really really frustrating as a fan. And I'm sure we'll get more details, but I, it feels like that, you know, they're, they're, I'm really frustrated with some booking decisions and, you know, hopefully now that things are, might get better, but I'm telling you, I don't have my hopes up. I, th this is the first time in this whole AEW existence that I'm really, I'm really, really down, like more down on the product than probably what I was during the summer. It just feels like the the more bullshit that happens, the more and more I, I'm just inclined. Just I, I don't care anymore. What is there to care about? Because inevitably, these people are going to get into a fight. They're going to be suspended, and it's going to ruin all the booking. How do we not have answers yet? How do you let that happen again, again? Like, I get it. We all know this is professional wrestling. Fighting in professional wrestling is nothing new. It's literally happened the whole entire time. <laughs> it, I mean, it happened with Brett and Sean. It happened with Jericho and Goldberg. It happened with... It, it's happened forever. That's nothing new. However, if you're going to start suspending people, you can't... You got to suspend everybody. If you're going to do it, you got to make it make sense. And what they did last night doesn't make any sense to me at all. Because clearly, it, he was instigated. And by he, I mean Andrade. Now, he might be going into business for himself to get fired, and that's on him. And, you know, if I'm Tony Khan, he, I mean, he's going to get... He's he's not he's not getting released. You don't do that. Because now you're setting a precedent that, well, if I act like an asshole, I'm going to get what I want. And that shouldn't be allowed either. So, again, if Andrade's goal is to get fired and you're Tony Khan, you don't let him go. You send him home, and, and that's that. That's, it, it, you, can't, you don't release people because they, it, just because they act like assholes and act like children and they want out of their contract. You signed a contract. So, uh, but anyways, uh, just kind of wanted to get on here and rant a little bit. That was my 15-minute rant on AEW and how I'm getting more and more frustrated with the product. Um, we do have some really good uh, wrestling uh, coming up. Hopefully this weekend we got Extreme Rules. Uh, I'm, as I mentioned, I did watch the last uh, two episodes of SmackDown and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, 
I'm actually kind of excited for that show now. I know that probably the Fiend Bray Wyatt will be back, I would assume. And I don't really know how I feel about that. I, uh... I'm not the biggest Fiend fan. I, I didn't really like the Fiend at all. That was one of the things that really, really pushed me away from WWE because I really hated the Fiend. It's it was it was really stupid. Now they sold a shit ton of merch, and congratulations to that. But those matches were bad. The only good match was the Daniel Bryan one in that strap match, and um. Hopefully, you know they learn from their mistakes. I'm sure they will because Vince is out of there. Maybe Tony should start learning from his mistakes. I don't know. I've been very... I've been with AEW the entire time. I've been a huge supporter. And I've planted my flag on AEW side. I say I don't like WWE because, you know, like, listen. I want WWE to be good, but I, would, I want them to do something that draws my attention in. That makes me want to view their product. They weren't giving me a reason to view their product for a good two years. And yes, I was very, very, very interested in this past WrestleMania. And that showed hope because they were they went out there and they had that was one of my favorite WrestleManias I think I've ever watched. It's not the best WrestleMania, but it's one of the best I've seen in recent years. And uh if they're going in, in the direction that I think they're going for this mania coming up for 39, um, now I'm very excited. So, we'll see. There's some good things coming, at least on the WWE side. We're coming into the Survivor Series. They announced War Games. I'm a huge War Games lover. Praise the Lord for more War Games. We need more War Games. And we're getting more War Games. Um don't know what war games is that's the double ring with the cage and uh, if you're talking about wcw they had a, a roof on the cage now modern day they don't put a roof on the cage it's just strictly a steel cage around two rings and i don't really care i i, I don't well blood and guts they do have and blood and guts is AEW's version of the war games they do have a roof on it but I'm more pro. I, it doesn't matter to me. It can have a roof on it. It cannot have a roof on it. I don't really care. I like war games regardless. So give me more war games. I think that's a way better solution to the Survivor Series because I'm not a Survivor Series. I despise Survivor Series. I am. I'm sure I'm in the minority here, but I don't like Survivor Series. I hate those matches. Now, a lot of people like those matches because you get a lot of odd matchups and you get people that come together for a cause or a fight that normally would never fight together. And I totally get that people really like Survivor Series, but listen, it ain't for me. It's one of my least favorite pay-per-views of the year. Probably up there with Extreme Rules because I'm not a huge lover of Extreme Rules, but then again, like they've done things that have gotten me excited for this show. So now I, I want to watch Extreme Rules this weekend. Um, but yeah, uh, there, that, that is one thing to be really, 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 really excited for. Um, because, you know, with Triple H at the helm, he likes doing that 
he likes doing the WCW stuff. And you know what? I love WCW. Everyone knows we lo- we, I love me some Dub C Dub. And very excited for that. And we'll see. Uh, this weekend is supposed to be a Battle of the Belts. Uh, whatever. I'm so down on AEW right now. And, and it's only because of just the drama and the bullshit that just continuously happens. And, and senseless booking. Senseless booking. There's no damn reason. Listen, last night, Wardlow and Brian Cage went out there and had an awesome match. There's no good damn reason that that shouldn't have happened a long time ago. Brian Cage, listen, he... Brian Cage is a weird one because he... He's a little bit past his due. He's not due. He's a little bit past his prime. He's definitely on the downswing of his career. He's a body guy. And he's not good on the mic. He needs a heater. Or he needs a manager. And if he doesn't have that, then he's just another guy with muscles. Now, uh, I guess he's in this group called the uh, Agony something i can't remember the name but that con guy is really really interesting to me but why have we waited so long to use him where's miro what are we doing like i'm so frustrated it's the same people over and over and over again now listen mjf and yuda wheeler had a hell of a match last night and i'm not the huge i'm not the biggest wheeler yuda fan but he almost won me over again last night because that match was awesome and, you know, the the acclaimed, that was a five-star segment. The acclaimed were awesome last night. Now look at me. Now I sound ridiculous. I feel like I'm very contradicting of myself. But because I just tore down AEW. And it's just certain things they do just don't make any damn sense. And it's, it's really, I'm, I guess I'm just more frustrated with the backstage bullshit and the fact that, uh, there's just no answers to the CM Punk deal. There's and and then we have this fight again. Really, really frustrating. So, um, we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, I just wanted to do like a quick little pod. This isn't gonna be like this isn't the pod for the week. We're gonna have a big one tomorrow uh, with Allison, and we're gonna be covering uh, the documentary. Uh, we're for sure gonna have that. So Dolphins talk on Sunday. Very down on our fins. Um, looks like it, it does seem like Tua uh, is going to be okay. And that's good news. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely get another episode uh, after the Jets game. And hopefully the Dolphins don't step on their own tails and they lose to the Jets. That would be awful. If they lose to the Jets, I'm officially worried for the season. Uh, if they win, you know, let's keep our head above water here. Even though we're dolphins, let's keep our heads above water and let's just keep staying pace. We got to stay pace. If we're going to be in the playoffs, you got to stay pace with the rest of the team. So uh, we'll see how that goes uh, on Sunday. But uh, another milestone, we, we, we surpassed our 500 downloads. So thank you to all the listeners out there. Hopefully you rate, review, subscribe. Uh, again, we're available on every single podcasting platform you can find. And uh, if you have any thoughts or opinions, let us know on the underscore Podski at uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. And don't forget Facebook. 
and we will see you tomorrow on a fresh episode of the Podski.